welcome back to Crossplay, our video game podcast here at the Whatnots. It is Tuesday, May 17th, 2022, and this is number 119. Coming up on today's show, uh, PlayStation announced the lineup of games coming to their new subscription tiers. Starfield and Redfall have both been delayed, and we got a trailer for Multiverses. Uh, but we'll get to all of that in just a sec. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Alan Busby. What's up, dude? Hello. Allergies are still in full swing, dying constantly. Oof, they sure are. And Ignacio Rojas. Ignacio, how are you? Uh, I think I might have woken up with a cold. Like um, it's the beginnings of a cold where uh, my body isn't feeling. It's feeling a bit hotter. Uh, I'm getting uh, some of the... Not runny nose, but do I do have a uh, stuff in my nose. nose. Oh, see, I, I have Congested. the stuffy nose and the runny nose, but like literally it's my allergies. If I go outside even for like a minute, I'm like, I'm like fucked for the day. Oh, I go to yeah. work and my buddy's like, well, like, are your allergies bad? Yeah. Well, have you been outside? Motherfucker, I'm at work. Of course I had to go outside. <laughs> well, you you told us uh, how bad the pollen situation is over there where, where things just will get covered with it Dude, yeah i so it doesn't i don't think it tells me the numbers but on the on the chart it just says pollen count high but mm. it doesn't i don't think it tells me like the the number oh uh main allergy grass a high of 59 i don't know what that means if you understand what that means then that yeah it's that bad or not or is like or parts isn't per million it says masks strongly recommended. Yeah, I ain't yeah. fucking breathing in that shit. <laughs> Avoid outdoor activities. Oh, damn. Are, yeah. are, are, you, are you guys believers of the like, if you just tell your body to not get sick and believe it hard enough that you will not get sick? Like it sometimes. Is, yeah. Yes and no. I, I think it plays a part. But then again, uh, it will not always work out. It's not I, a surefire so it, it will be strong. So Summer. some sometimes like those mornings I wake up and I'm just like, oh no, is this is this a cold? Did, did, did yeah. I just sleep on the wrong side? Like you're yeah, not sure, right? And so you're you're just like, don't get sick. I I will slap the shit out of you if you get sick, but you're like speaking to yourself, yeah. right? You know? I I can't I can't help but looking at these recommendations of the weather thing. Another one recommended to take a shower after going outside. Recommended to close your windows, doors, when uh, and turn on the air purifier. Damn. Also, for allergies, a high or a moderate amount of what it says weed. Huh. Damn. <laughs> okay. Uh, try not <laughs> and, to and it, has, and it has high tree. So we got high, high grass, oh. high tree, and moderate weed. So yeah, with all that weed, they certainly will be high. Sure, high. Man, yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> And I, luckily i i don't know if that's a problem at least in my city that that people or not necessarily that people but that, that uh these allergens are that bad where you have to come in and take a shower or like you said before things just get covered by it like we have pollution. That's that's the main thing yeah. that we have to worry about. I'm, I'm doing the reverse. I'm taking a shower before I go outside, before I go to work. So I'm I'm not even following the recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> Alan, but, guys, you know, I don't think you can be allergic <laughs> to pollen. I feel like I'd almost 
kind of have pollution versus my fucking bad allergies. Anyways, let's talk about some video games, because that's what we're here to talk about, not pollen. Who cares about pollen? Let's talk about video games. Let's get into what we have been playing. All right. Uh, can I can guess we start with Ignacio? Can we start with Ignacio? That's what of I was course. just about to suggest, because you guys are playing the same game. Go oh, for it, Ignacio. Course. Let's go. Uh, yeah, so you guys know how much I fell in love with uh, Elden Ring. So I have been, I have been he- hearing a lot of good things about this game called Sekiro. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it. Little uh, indie so, game, right? Here, I've heard, I feel, I think I've heard of this before. Yeah, yeah. You think? Uh, so yeah, I've been meaning to play Sekiro for a while. It was half off on Steam. So I decided to just buy it. And since there has been nothing new to play, uh, other than Trek to Yomi. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I just went in and, and I started Sekiro. So I'm just going through Sekiro right now. Uh, it is good good fun combat it is i do have to get accustomed to it coming in from elden ring where it is diff a very not very but a quite different gameplay where in elden ring of course you could just be who you want to be you want to be a swordsman a mage you want to come in with two shields you want to come in naked go for it whereas sekiro (laughs) i was surprised how opposite to that it is where you are uh I think you are a shinobi. Yeah, yeah, uh, you're a shinobi. Yeah, so you're a shinobi. You have your one sword. As long as I, uh, as far as I know, you just have a sword. You never change it. You have your prosthetic arm, your prosthetic arm, which you can swap in different kind of like abilities to it. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, you have the sword. You have the sword. You have a, a grappling hook, and that's it. And so, I even though I played Elden Ring using a sword and the shield. It, I did have to get accustomed to the sword fighting in this game and the blocking with the sword in this game, where uh, the 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 fighting mechanic it is is different because you have a like a stance meter. But it's uh, it's it's the same thing in Elden Ring. It's the poise, but it's yeah. a hidden bar in Elden Ring where it's prominent in Sekiro. Yeah, it is yep. very prominent. So you, for the most part, have to go in. Kind of like looking at the movements and the what the the opponent does in order to perfectly time your block. And if you perfectly time it, that's how you get the poise down. And it is more than just swinging at your opponent trying to slash it as much as you want. It is more about the blocking at the precise moment. And it is a very different blocking than, for example, Elden Ring, where Elden Ring, the blocking there, I used it as it will protect me from anything. I, I may have a little bit of stamina. Blocking will protect against anything. Here you have for, on one side the unblockable attacks, and on the other side it is more of the active. I am doing it not, as to, not only to protect myself, but also to get down the points of, of the enemy. Mm-hmm. And so that is something that I have to get more accustomed to the, the gameplay. Also, the, the dodging... It is it, different from Sekid from Elden Ring. Te- it's technically bad because it's not meant to yeah. dodge. Yeah, that's another thing that I had to get accustomed to because I, for Elden Ring, I had to get accustomed to dodging out of the way. Yep. And that dodging means 
you can roll. You just roll. You can just go rolling and rolling and rolling. On Sekiro, it is a sidestep, which see, is very different from see, the from Ignacio, the roll. So I, I had that slight opposite It doesn't thing. always work out for me. I had, like, the same problem you did, but to more extreme, because, like, I came from Bloodborne to Sekiro, where Bloodborne has high iframes because it's all it's all dodging there's no blocking really so then going from bloodborne where you're meant to dodge everything to secure mm-hmm. you're not really you're not really ever meant to dodge I feel anything like you don't have that much iframes if you in se- do in Sekiro? yeah you you don't well, maybe i'm just bad at no, it no no in bloodborne when i came from bloodborne you have high iframes because it's all about dodging Sekiro's dodge it does have iframes but it has a very small amount of them because you're not really meant to dodge anything. You're meant to you're meant to deflect attacks. You can yeah. still block everything that comes your way with the sword for the most part, except for perilous attacks. But when you just block attacks, you're not really making active progress on your battle position. But it's not even also just about blocking. It's also very heavily dependent on attacking. And the best way I describe this to Amy as to why I love Sekiro is every fight in Sekiro feels like a dance. You're you're constantly shifting between blocking that and attacking. That. We're like playing Elden Ring or anything else. It's just blocking and standing there and kind of finding Elden Ring and everything else always feels about finding a window of attack. Secure mm. is about it's not really creating or even finding a window. It's about dancing with your opponent and just being ahead of them. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I think that I think the combat in Sekiro, well, one note, because it it is very all in where you can't shuffle around you can't try different things it's all one style i feel like that's bad if you like the variety of other souls games but i think it's a really good positive because it makes the boss fights in the gameplay tighter yeah i did feel that that uh, idea of the dance when i fought lady butterfly i think it was her name yeah where i had this down to where I'd hit her three times. It will either sound different the third time, or you see a glow, and then yeah. immediately go for the block. Yeah, and, because and it, go, it went like that for a, for a while. Because you'll have clangs. So what you're hearing is that louder clang. That that yeah. louder clang is the opponent deflecting you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's one one thing that I had to get accustomed to. The other thing is that uh, Elden Ring is way more open that than Sekiro. So that means that when you get stuck with a boss in Sekiro, you don't have many other options other than fighting the boss. I, you do have some options. Uh, at some point, you get access to this kind of like secondary area that is, yeah. is kind of a memory, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. That's where you fight Lady Butterfly. And so I would go in between those two areas where I would... Yeah progress on one if i felt like i couldn't progress anymore i would go to the other one and make yep. progress to it so it is there in in a lesser way but of course in elder Ring, one of the good things of that game is that if you felt like you couldn't beat someone you, you would just go, just go into the world pick a direction and go anywhere else and make some kind of progress so that i've had to get accustomed to that idea of progressing through the game the the other uh, problem with Sekiro as well is like is why some people can't uh, struggle with it. Like, well, Amy struggles with it. Is you can't over level yourself like you can in Bloodborne or Elden Ring to just make your stats higher yeah. to be stronger. You cannot. The only way to get stronger is to progress and beat mini bosses for your health and bosses for your attack. Like you cannot 
you can't over level you can get skill points to buy different skills but you still have to take the time to learn those skills they don't just inherently make you stronger yeah yep. and even then for in Elden Ring, when you die, you can still get back all of your runes that you had. Whereas in Sekiro, you lose some of it. You lose half. But yeah, well, yeah. it depends. See, it depends because oh, the yeah. more that you lose, the more that you lose in, in uh, your experience points. So you will start at around like 50%, but I think I'm down to no, 9%. No, it still does half. So what it'll do is that if you're almost at a full bar, you'll lose well, pretty much about half points of that. Points is a thing. Coins is, is half of it. Yeah. But uh, experience points, that you lose. Experience, you do kind of lose varying yeah. amounts, but I think that is, I think it's still, I think it's still half or it is percentage based, but it's based no, on it how high your bar is. No, it has to do with, with the dragon rod. It tells oh. you that it, the more that you die, the more, well, the less that you will recover. Well, yeah, because that, that's your unseen aid, but that's just how much. Yeah, oh, if yeah. you have, if you get unseen. Oh, no, yeah, you're right. You're right. Unseen the percentage has to do with how often you get the unseen aid. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, you're right, my bad. But yeah. Even I knew Zio that in, Ignacio. I mean, come on, jeez. Still, in, in Elden Ring, <laughs> if you could go game. back to get all of your experience <laughs> back here, yeah, you, it is. Uh, only Platinum Secure. You have a, a certain percentage. <laughs> you have a certain percentage chance of getting it back. But yeah, I, I'm liking it. I have been using quite a lot of guides to figure how far, out the how far are you so i beat again i beat the butterfly lady which i think is the last boss of that area and then to the other area i got i climbed the the whole castle mm -hmm. i'm inside the castle okay so that's as far as i've gone so you fought, i, I you went fought, back i went back to the the, the beginning area the part where, you, where the game begins yeah so you fought, so you fought Giobu on the horse yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah okay. i bet i bet him a while ago no yeah okay. i i managed to go back to the to the place where the game begins okay i, I went back I know, to the place. i know where you are <laughs> and then so i i couldn't be the the boss that is at that place so i went to the which i i believe is optional so I went to back to the to the main path, and so I climbed the the castle, and I I'm now inside the castle. Okay. okay. Nice. Okay. Well, I'm I'm glad you're liking it a lot. We're all mm -hmm. we're almost at the same spot. I am only one boss ahead of you, so we're, you're almost you're almost where I'm at. Cool. Because you're in the castle. I fought the boss. I mean, obviously, because it's the castle. There's a boss at the top of the castle. Really. If, right. if you're in the city, if you're in Ashina <laughs> itself, there's a boss there. I, I, clubbed, I got to the castle. I, I did the climb where you have to grapple a lot. And, and while you're climbing, there are these creatures that are very small and very, yeah. very fast. Yeah. One that jumps from the sky and attacks yeah. you. Yeah, so you're almost at the top of the castle. You're like no, I, almost I, there. Yeah, I got inside the castle. I got to the yeah. uh, to the idol inside. Yeah. yeah, there's one at the top. Oh. So yeah, I'm glad you're liking yeah. it a lot. I love I love yeah. Sekiro, man. It's a fun game. It is challenging. It Wait, is. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of challenge there, but the, it is fun to progress. The only thing I can really say about Sekiro with, with that is like Sekiro. Sekiro is honestly 
I feel tougher to learn at first than any of the other Souls games. But once you learn and once you get down Sekiro's mechanics, you have truly mastered the game. It's not like, oh, you're really good at combat in like Elden Ring. All right, well, there's all these other styles. Like Sekiro's combat feels so fine tuned because it's the one style that it's tougher to learn everything. But once you learn it, you it feels like you've truly mastered the game, which is mm. even more satisfying than just being like, oh, I beat a boss. Yeah. So it, it's I yeah, it's it's my new number one Souls game. I, I love this game. I, I think that I still prefer Elden Ring. And that's fair. I, yeah. A- Amy mm-hmm. prefers it only because she likes the variety and choice where Sekiro does not give you that. Mm. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. Nice. There you go. And that's Mark. What is this game? Uh, so at the end of last year, in the beginning of this year, Amy and I played a volume series of horror novel games called the Spirit Hunter series. And we played NG, which is the second game. And we like we like that game quite a bit. Um, we planned it in. I think we gave it like I think like a six or six and a half out of ten. But then when I was looking up the series to see if there was any other games coming out of the series, we found out about Deathmark, which is the prequel game before NG. They're mm. not directly connected, but they're part of a series of the volume. So Deathmark's the first one. And we played it and we platinumed it and we played it together. And Deathmark being the game before NG. Um, yeah, Deathmark kind of sucked, so NG could soar, because uh, maybe playing <laughs> NG after or before Mark, because Deathmark kind of sucked. It Its story was like a little bit too rushed and kind of condensed, so it got really boring and, and exposition heavy. And it wasn't really as scary or even like, like in NG, you can get bad endings or some freaky things can happen, which can give you really cool pieces of artwork that can either scare you or make you kind of uncomfortable because of the horror. But Deathmark doesn't have either of those. And yeah, there's not much to say. It's just your typical like novel game. So it's like a point click adventure. You kind of go find stuff. It's a puzzle game. So you have to find like the right items to either destroy or save a spirit that's haunting you and your friends. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's kind of simple. But in terms of story and scares, this game's not really good on either front. Play NG. Go. So yeah, I, I tried looking up a trailer for this. I think there's one video on yeah, YouTube, <laughs> which is crazy because the game came out in 2018 and NG came out in 2019. Like, I don't know why Deathmark is like, like for only being a year apart, Deathmark's like radically worse than NG. Like, it's not even yeah. like, oh, they just fine tune stuff in NG. No, like NG was like a fucking I mean, hey, some sometimes your your first idea is not your best, right? Yeah. But you have to like work through that to then be like, oh, okay, now I know what it needs to be. Or now here's this idea that we can actually do. So like I appreciate Desmark. Like it has cool ideas. I just feel like it just didn't really do them well enough or follow through enough on them. Mm-hmm. So I do appreciate Deathmark because NG is really good. Like, oh, my God, so good. Yeah, I've but always sadly. wanted to get into the Steinsgate visual novels because uh, yeah. Steinsgate is one of my favorite anime. It's so good. I uh, actually have one of the Stein. I have Steinsgate zero, but I haven't played it yet. I, I think I have that one, too. I think it was one of like the free 
ones it was, on PS Plus? That no, I think it was on like a super know. sale. It was like oh. really cheap at one point. Uh, well, yeah, I, I know there's a handful of the Steinsgate like visual novels that one day I will get to who because um, <laughs> I, I like that show a lot. So. Nice. There you go. Uh, but continuing our streak of playing old games, I have been playing Cyberpunk 2077. Nice. Yeah. Finally. Um, so I, I think since I installed it last week, I've put about 26 hours in so far. Wow. Nice. Um, I, I want to say I'm about two thirds of the way th- through the main story. Uh, Ignacio, I, I struck a deal with Alt to go do something. With Alt, that doesn't mean anything out. for. No, yeah, I don't even know what that means. No, okay. Further behind the year, I didn't finish it. Oh, okay. So you, all right. Well, yeah. Then, there you I, go. Is it, are you I playing? You had finished the game. Is it out yet? Are you Are you playing the next gen version yes. or? Okay. Yeah, the next gen version came out a few months ago, I think. Um, and I've been just kind of waiting for my time to actually play it and like not be swamped with like we have this new game and that new game. Um, but yeah, it's it's run in the 26 hours I played. It's crashed three times, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, only and, three times. Well, that's a huge improvement to when I played it originally and like yeah. in the eight hours that i played it crashed like 10 times Ooh. i don't know like it it was like so it it's it has it's a huge improvement for sure or um, cyberpunk yeah uh and god this game is very good <laughs> yeah game, like it sucks that this game had so many problems at launch because this game probably should have been game of the year that it Uh, came out it's it's so good i'm i'm i mean i'm also kind of biased because i'm a big cyberpunk genre in like fan in general um but yeah they are nailing it they are making me want to just like stay in this world and do all the side stories and the gigs and I, i i can buy an apartment here yeah like yes like uh, let me go b- buy a new apartment and live here and pay my rent like i i i want to be here i want to live uh, in the real life uh, simulator buying uh, an apartment paying right rent. my favorite God, part of real it. life hell yeah <laughs> what a great game <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah like i i am absolutely having a blast uh with this the characters are fantastic as as much as i want to keep going in the main story yeah, it, it's the side c- content that is just that that helps you to like explore all of these little paths or meet these weird characters. Um, I did one side story where a politician ha, 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 hired me to investigate a murder. Uh, and I, I like what I like about this game is I feel like I discovered one thing that I could have reported back to be the conclusion of that. Uh, but then I ended up finding something else that didn't contradict it, but it also kind of changed the perspective of that whole thing. And I went to them and I reported uh, not like I, I didn't tell them exactly what I found, but I decided to like 
basically tell them nothing and that it's it's too complicated. I can't really give you a thing one way or another. And they were actually satisfied with that because they were like, read between the lines. Like she's telling us it's more complicated than we thought. Like we we need to be careful, like, uh, you know, all of that stuff. And I walked away being like, well, I'm happy that they're satisfied, but I, I like, was also just hired by these politicians that I don't trust. And so now I feel like I maybe missed something in this. And I'm just like, damn it. Like, now I want to go back and like, what did I miss? Uh, but it's, it's too late now. So I'm, I'm absolutely enjoying this. Uh, now is a perfect time to go play this gig game because there's not much else that's out right now. So if you guys yeah, are you thinking got about until, it, you got until I good. think it's what uh, next like, month where something comes out that's big. I mean, like Striker Strikers uh, live alive. But like if you want to do that stuff, uh, like there, there, there's a good chunk of time here where you guys can go yeah, the dig into is stuff. Yeah, Strikers. Yeah. Nice. Then um, July 29th is Digimon, which I know both of you are very excited for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Super stoked. You know me. Biggest Digimon fan in the world. Uh, yep. It's going to uh, get buried by Chronicles, <laughs> but... Uh... Uh, Chronicles, ooh, no one knows that one. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, God, it's so good. And it, I, I feel like I know what I'm doing in the game more so than I did when I first tried to do it. Could just like... By the end of that first t- time that I started to play, those first like eight to ten hours that I put in, like that was how long it took me to kind of figure out like, OK, I really do need to figure out this like leveling progression system. But I also need to update my weapons and like buy some more or buy parts to upgrade like just yeah. like. Figuring out their whole system, it took me a while to nail it down exactly. And so to to have that knowledge then from the start of the game, like I felt like I knew it's like, like I want to play like this, so I'll put my points into that thing and do this. And yeah, I am super impressed with this game. Real good. Nice. I'm glad you're enjoying it absolutely having a blast and i cannot wait to go play some more um so yeah i think that is about it for what we've been playing uh so we'll be right back we're gonna get into some housekeeping uh and then we can get into the news after that so we will be right back we put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make and yes we make multiple different shows here at the whatnots and we'd love it if you check them all out you can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash thewhatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and a thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. 
and we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you'd like to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, go to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. And we are back. Well, at least uh, Ignacio and I are back. Yeah. <laughs> Alan is, uh, he took off while I was talking about cyberpunk to go to do something. I, I think he had poop oh, or something. Sure did. Uh, let's, let's ask him here. Put your headphones on. Alan, how's it going? Alan, Hi. thank you. Uh, how was your massive diarrhea? What, you, you, you feeling b- b- yeah. better now? You got, oh, I, just you had, got all I, I just had to pee, man. Uh-huh. I'm a simple like man. I just have to empty the bladder. I'm like Scott Pilgrim where he's got the pee bar and <laughs> had to drain it. Likely story. Uh, big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. Uh, thank you so much for supporting us. It means a ton. Uh, cool things that we've been up to here at the Whatnots. Uh, here on the review show, we read some comics called East of West, uh, which is like a sci-fi space cowboy kind of almost dystopian or almost apocalyptic, but it's more so dystopian uh, adventure story. Uh, I've I've heard great things about the entire run. It's written by um, Rick Remender, uh, who, if you are a big uh, Marvel, especially MCU Fan, you might want to start paying attention to his run on Avengers, uh, especially uh, with all of these incursions happening. Uh, his his run might be imp- important coming up. Um, but yeah, that's what we did on the on the review show on the Captain's Log. I have achieved like extra credit for gamer status. I bought the alcoholic Mountain Dew uh, and oh. I, I have tried it. Uh, I will be tr- trying out a new flavor every week on the captain's. L- oh, log. there are multiple flavors. There are multiple flavors. Um, and I'm one of the lucky ones to get it. Kind of. It's only available in certain states in the United States. And there's like a like four or five of them. And Oklahoma happens to be one of them. So I picked it up and uh, alcoholic Mountain Dew. Tastes a lot like Mountain Dew. With yeah, alcohol, but with alcohol. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Who would have thought? Who, <laughs> Who would have thought? thought? In, indeed, good stuff. Uh, but that's about it for our housekeeping. So let us get into the news. All right. Uh, I'm actually going to jump into this PlayStation news first and foremost here. This is the big news of the week. Uh, the all-new PlayStation Plus games lineup has been announced. Uh, plus, we're getting uh, Ubisoft Plus as well. Um, so I'm going to read a little bit here from the, the PlayStation blog where they announced this this past week. Uh, there is all sorts of stuff here. Uh, it says, it's almost here. Our new PlayStation Plus service is launching soon, and we are pleased to share with you an early look at some of the games that will be included during the launch time frame. Uh, As we announced in March, there will be three benefit tiers to choose from, all with exciting games to play. Um, 
So here we go. Let me skip down a bit here. So for the like the the PlayStation blog has I will bring this up on screen here so you guys can see all of this as well. Um, PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 game catalog for the extra and premium tiers, I believe. See, we've yeah. Um, yeah. For, for, no, so it's for extra and premium deluxe plans, all this stuff. They, ha- they have a whole list of the PlayStation Studios games, stuff from Housemark, from From Software, even from Sony Benz. They have Days Gone. They have Destruction All-Stars. They have Everybody's Golf. They have God of War, all sorts of stuff. They have Patapon 2 Remastered, Rezogun, Returnal, Shadow of the Colossus. Until Dawn, Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection, uh, Wipeout Omega collection, uh, all sorts of stuff. They have uh, a bunch of third party partners as well. Some of these include games like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Batman Arkham Knight, Celeste, uh, Dead Cells. We got Far Cry 3 remastered, Far Cry 4, um, Hollow Knight, Mortal Kombat 11. NBA 2K22, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, the Artful Escape, all sorts of good stuff uh, with that. Moving right along, uh, we'll dive back into some of these in just a sec here. But for the classic games catalog, which is on the deluxe plan, um, from PlayStation Studios, you get things like Ape Escape, Hot Shots, Golf, uh, Jump and Flash, Siphon Filter. And their third party partners, you get stuff like Mr. Driller and Tekken 2. Um, and then the classic games catalog remasters, you get stuff like Ape Escape 2, uh, Dark Cloud and Dark Cloud 2, Hot Shots Tennis, Jack 2, Jack 3, Jack and Daxter the Precursor Legacy. Uh, Wild Arms 3 and again from their third party partners you get stuff like Bioshock Remastered um, you get stuff like Bullets, Bullet Storm Full Clip Edition uh, Kingdoms of Amalur Lego Harry Potter stuff like that uh, they have original PS3 games via streaming including the stuff from Playstation Studios like Infamous and Infamous 2 Demon Souls uh, Motorstorm Apocalypse, Motorstorm RC, Ratchet and Clank Quest for Booty. I'm always on a quest for booty. You know <laughs> what I mean? Always on that quest. Oh, yeah. Uh, Resistance 3, Tokyo Jungle, When Vikings Attack. Uh, and then from their third party partners, you get stuff like Azura's Wrath, Castlevania, Lords of Shadow 2, the Devil May Cry HD collection, Fear. Uh, Lost Planet 2, Ninja Gaiden, Sigma 2, Red Dead Redemption, Undead Nightmare. Uh, let's move down. They got some limited, some time yeah, this was, this was game a, trials. This was a beefy reveal. Yeah, yeah, they have all sorts of stuff here. Uh, but the, let's see, the uh, time-limited game trials includes things like Uncharted, Legacy of Thieves, Collection, and Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, and then from their third party partners, stuff like Cyberpunk 2077, which you should all go play. Uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderland and WWE 2K22. And they say there will be new games added regular, regularly. 
yeah. Ignacio, thoughts on this so far as as an initial lineup of stuff that will be there at launch time. What are your yeah. thoughts so far for this? Yeah, um, this is an initial lineup. There is a chance that for the release, which is very imminent, they could add more things. And also mm -hmm. they have committed to updating the list regularly. Uh, there are some good things, some step forward, some step backwards. For the PS4 and PS5 catalog, they have a lot of good games here. And a mm -hmm. lot of recent games. Again, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, I love the game, so good that it is here. Both Spider-Man games, infamous mm -hmm. games, uh, Demon's Souls, which is for, for the PS5. And uh, there, are, there are quite a, a good amount of good games, good yeah. PlayStation games here. Absolutely. PS4 and PS5. And also, third party, we have AC Valhalla. Uh, uh, and Red Dead Redemption 2 and another other good things here. So I think for that part, there is a lot of good things here. A lot of great games, some games that are newer. But I think that the disappointment starts to come in when you go into the classic games catalog, mm. where there are, for the games that we have here, first of all, there's only one PSP game, which is super supportable. And there are a few PS, PS1 games, but these are not games that people are really clamoring for. Uh, of course, one of the biggest omissions is throughout the entire list the Metal Gear saga. There are no yeah. Metal Gear games here, which they were in, in the PS Now catalog. That's a lot true, of yeah. uh, the, the Rockstar games catalog, granted they pulled it out recently, but still, there are, that's a big omission. And also, they're making the distinction of here are games that are remastered, but there are games that already were kind of like remastered, which means for some of these games, those were PS4 games that got ported to PS5 or PS3 got to PS4. And so do not expect much for, for the remaster side. Uh, well, I want, I want to interject because that was one thing I was going to say, because like in the classic games catalog, so speaking directly on Ape Escape 2 as a remastered game, this needs to be something different than the Ape Escape 2 PS4 version, because I think it was like... It isn't. It says there that yeah. it is a PS4 version. But, but, it, but it needs to be enhanced somehow, or it needs to not be the exact same game, because what? I think it was like six, like half a year ago, I booted up Ape Escape 2, the PS4 version, on my PS5, because you can download it and play it still. Mm -hmm. It does not run well. Oh. It, it's a it is a glitchy it is a glitchy mess where the game is almost kind of unplayable so if this is the exact same game with no actual remastered enhancements then that's bad yeah i don't know because, because i you, think that it brings up a warning where if you when i boot up ape escape 2 on my ps5 it warns me that the game will not run well on the ps5 it warns oh. me it won't run well and it doesn't. Yeah, that's weird. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I think that these are all games that were available on the PS4. When, if you you'll remember, at some point during the PS4 generation, Sony got the idea of releasing PS2 games on the PS4, and then they quickly abandoned it. Mm -hmm. So I think that those these lists are those games. Interesting. Yeah, but yeah, uh, for the new things. It is a very good list, but 
going into the the classic catalog it is a bit disappointing especially since this is the most expensive tier that they have mm-hmm. and they do not have much to show about it again the half of it is the quote-unquote remasters which are games that already came to the ps4 and were part of the old ps now system and then the the newer stuff the ps1 and psp games only one psp game and then ps1 games a lot of the games that people would want to to have here are missing yeah yeah it 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 seems like an okay list to start um i like i i don't really have any major problems with it personally but i'm also not really interested in upgrading my account to any of these like extra tiers and stuff like that i like it just for me personally i i want those first party games day and date that would be the thing that gets me um but i i do like the inclusion of ubisoft plus um and stuff like that in the air which is kind of the the next the like second half of this announcement um is that ubisoft plus is coming to playstation um and if you uh if you get the playstation extra or the um, let's see if you get the the playstation plus extra or premium if you're on one of those two tiers uh then included in that subscription is a version of ubisoft plus called ubisoft plus classics uh which has about 27 games is what they mentioned and that's how we're getting stuff like uh some of these assassin's creed games and stuff like that far so cry. yeah far yeah. cry um so i like i i i like that there's inclusions of stuff like that cuz then it it has potential for kind of other third party services that are similar to do the same thing uh i know there's a few of them out there um that would be neat that would help to bolster yeah. the value I like I I I kind of like this list but I also like my problem is like Ignacio mentioned that they don't have there's a lot of titles missing that people would want i.e. like the Metal Gear series and that's 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 true I mean people are really excited for Ape Escape 1 and 2 to be in here but I mean I know that's more of a niche thing but people do really like that series a lot and want it to come back I feel like the problem is and I don't and I don't I I'm only speculating here because I don't know how Nintendo does theirs. I know mm-hmm. people complain that Nintendo isn't adding like these big titles that people really, really want. But I feel like that's fine because Nintendo kind of drip feeds it to you over a long period of time, which I feel PlayStation is going to do where you're going to get the titles you really want. You're going to get the games that you're super excited for, but it's going to be drip fed to you. Yeah. But I feel like the problem is, is not that drip feeding is bad because it's fine to do that or whatever the problem is the premium subscription is super expensive so if you're going to make it that expensive you need to make it worth buying immediately or to keeping yeah where i really feel like the classic games catalog should be in the middle tier like i don't feel like classic games should have been exclusive to the premium it should have been in the middle tier where it's not the most expensive but it's also not the baseline either. It needs to be in the middle because 
I like out of the classic catalog, I'm only excited for Ape Escape 1 and 2 really myself because I already have Jack and Dexter, the Precursor, Precursor Legacy 2 and 3. Right. But, yeah. And I mentioned it earlier, like that Ape Escape 2 version really needs to be an actual enhanced version for the PS5, not just a straight port of the PS4 one. So if it like I will probably get the service right away just to test that for myself to find out, because if that Ape Escape 2 is still a glitchy mess, then that it makes the service kind of really bad. Yeah. And my only other problem is I don't like the PS3 games via streaming. Like I'm assuming the classic games you can download. That's fine. That's mm-hmm. cool. The streaming version, I, like I like I mentioned a few weeks ago on the podcast, I tried Sonic Adventure 2 on the streaming and it's still playable, but it does kind of lag and lose frames a lot and it has that kind of noticeable input lag Mm -hmm. and there are some games in that ps3 catalog that i would want to play again eco the infamous infamous one and two i've never played those like tokyo jungle aim and i love that game but they're streaming and i feel like that is also a problem like if you're gonna put ps3 games also in the premium plan you need to make them downloadable as well and not just streaming if people are paying that much more for the premium service, you need to give them premium like like premium services, not just, oh, you can stream it because yeah. a lot of people, they as just, we said before, doesn't have great Internet. So having the option to download since you're paying so much more makes sense. They just have that giant problem of that cell processor that is, is just yeah. like it's a completely different arc. Like and that's not an excuse per no. se. But it's just like it seems like it, it. It wasn't as revolutionary as they thought it was gonna be, and is a much larger obstacle than they expected but, it to ever yeah. be. But the um, but the problem is, you're right. It's not an excuse, and I get that it's a different kind of stuff that they're working with. But Sony has had the entire they, PS4 generation, and now a little bit into PS5. It to feels get like this to sort of work time. out like you've yeah. had enough time to figure something out to make it work yeah i feel like if i can run these games on my pc which i can there should be a way to do it on, on the yeah. ps5 like i guess my final thing is like i like the service plans but for everything that's cool and great seeds of ideas they really botched like the specifics of it like oh the classic games catalog great it should be not in the highest tier oh ps3 streaming games fine why are they only in the highest tier like you can't give us these middling benefits or this mini catalog but then put it in this i don't remember the exact price this stupidly expensive premium service a month or a year Mm -hmm. and i don't know what this means but like a part of me wonders when it says in the premium deluxe um, like notes in the end of added games regularly. An additional monthly refresh will occur in the middle of each month. I don't know about you, but when I read the word refresh, I think of just rolling and having different games. Like, oh, games that are on it, remove with new ones. I don't, I don't think if they were just going to add do. games, why use the word refresh? Yeah. I don't think it means that. I think that refresh might be the the term that, that it is always used in these scenarios because that would mean that you would have to get as many games, hopefully, but, than the, the amount of games that you already had. 
No, but think, but think of this, Ignacio. The PlayStation Plus the well, essential says says a monthly refresh will occur on the first yeah. Tuesday. Every month, your Plus games refresh to new titles completely. So if they're adding, if they're monthly refresh of the premium games and it says refresh, then you'll so, lose games that are on there that you might want with new ones. I think you that might not want. yeah, they, you will probably at some point lose some games, but I don't think it means every game is out and we're replacing it with new games. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, not that's, a sustainable. That's system. what I was about to say. I, I don't think that means like it's an entirely yeah. new selling. That's it's like, not hey, sustainable. This one might come off, but they will add on this one inst- instead. Or these two are coming, but you lose these three, right? But then even um, then, like so many people like different games. Like I feel like if you're going to put it in that highest tier, just keep them on there. Like just yeah. keep them on there. And people will keep that expensive service for this giant catalog list of games. I, I, I think they're 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 trying to bank on the marketing cycle of that of like, oh, this month back in the, the t- mm. t- service is this game. Go enjoy it. Right. And then it's like, well, you've had your month and then it's this. But then something else <laughs> comes on and then maybe uh. a year down the road, that one game comes back and they're like, hey, it's back. The McRib is back. Right. Like um, I I guess I don't know. The more I look at it, the more I'm like. I find myself more yeah. disappointed in this list there's some than excited. Things. Yeah, there, there's certainly some odd things about this harvest for sure. Like I was I, like right when I saw Ape Escape 1 and 2, I was I was jazzed as fuck. But then like the more I get removed from that initial like announcement, I just kind of feel myself being more disappointed than excited. Yeah, I gotcha. Well, there you go. The all-new PlayStation Plus games lineup is out there. If you guys want the full details, go check out the PlayStation blog. It's all up there. Let's move on here. Um, so this next one is a, a weird one to talk about. There's there's mm. not much to... I mean, not like... I don't know. It's not weird. It's both neat and also just kind of a head-scratching moment. Uh, so Activision Blizzard announced a new tool uh to help rate character diversity metrics uh they announced it on their website uh with a whole big blog post uh and it kind of blew up on the internet (laughs) this is the first time that i'm I'm seeing it 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 caught some flack on the internet um i think it was emron khan did a big write-up on fanbyte um which i'll i'll pull something from his thing in just a sec here but yeah it's basically this this tool that will help to chart a character's diversity uh you've yeah. you, some you, think you've, of it as a stats hit, chart yeah like a, a stats ch- chart where you've seen the like octagonal yeah uh, like thing you where have trained intelligence a, yeah yeah all that exactly. and then it, it, it grows to certain sides yeah it makes a makes a, a little shape there and I, I think the sentiment is good intentions, maybe yeah. not thought through all the way exactly, but also there that like not many other solutions are out there right now. Um, so so yeah, they they made this tool. They had to clarify that hey, this is not being used in games currently in development it's not an official uh thing that we like spent company t- time on 
This was made by employees who did this in their spare time uh, with their own money and resources and stuff like that. Um, but then they had to kind of go back and uh, kind of clarify some of, the, of the, that stuff of like, oh, hey, like it's not in our games right now. Um, all of that stuff. And then I want to pull here's from Emron Khan's thing here uh, on fanbyte.com. Uh, he says it's uncomfortable a little bit. Chiefly because this seems like a bad idea as a failure of simpler, purer of a. This seems like a bad idea as a failure of a simpler, purer solution of simply hiring and listening to diverse designers. Getting them on a team is one thing. Taking their feedback or letting them lead designs and teams is a different scenario. One that this tool only helps in the weirdest and most dystopian ways. Uh, again, we're focusing on quantifiable results rather than thinking about why those results are happening. Um, I thought that was an interesting take. Uh, and then I, I want to go over to Twitter and pull up Austin Walker's uh, Twitter. Um, he, he was previously at Waypoint uh, and Giant Bomb before that. Um, but he is now the IP director at Possibility Space. Um, and in one of his tweets here, he, he, he says, uh, the thing to really understand here is that you can take this totally at good faith. You can understand how it functions, how they want a tool to ID biases, etc., and still think the methodology absolutely undermines their goals. Um, and then he adds another thing here, like you might you might ask, why would the often marginalized people who work in DEI uh, actu actually ever consider using this this tool? Uh, and then his informed guess was because their advice is often dismissed by decision makers who claim that without hard data, they're wrong. Um, and then Emron Khan also on Twitter pointed out a similar thing in, and said, it's not bad. There's no apparent malice in this, but you have to realize that creating a tool when you could just hire diverse designers and listen to them is a little nuts. Um, so you guys mentioned that you you did not see this when it popped up. Uh, this was all on on my 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 feed when I woke up a few days ago. Do you guys have much thoughts seeing this now? Um, j just kind of initial reactions to this here. I have thoughts. And again, this is me just seeing it for the first time. Sure. Yeah. I agree that it is coming from a good a place of good. People thought that, yeah, that this is a way to solve a problem. And as an engineer, I understand the the desire of trying to solve a problem by quantifying it and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. That being said, I do have some problems with this. Uh, for one, it seems to be like a number system, which. 
all these all these categories depending on on what you feel in into it i i think it, it gives you a certain point yeah and i do not like the idea of saying one one race is more diverse than the other yep what metric how, are you how, using how it? ethnic are you how exotic how are ethnic you, are right? you or how, how like how represented should you be or how much are you owed to be represented that i feel like that already for as much as you want to quantify stuff you are in a way adding your own bias into it yeah uh, it was- adding adding all these numbers I saw, I don't remember who it was, but I saw someone else point out that like, well, this kind of implies that the very center then is just cis white male who has like a good looking body. He's uh, he has no disability. Like it seems to like vote like at the center is whiteness. Right. And yeah, and it is also and it is so weird because does that mean that I don't know, brown people are less adverse than black people because of, of the tone of the skin and all that stuff. And uh, what point should you give to, uh, to, to these people? And again, I get, I, again, as an engineer, I get the, the desire to quant- give a, a, a quantifiable thing to this, uh, yeah. a way to solve a problem using numbers. I just think that you are opening such a kind of worm, even with the best of intentions you are. I doubt much good could come out of it. And also, personally, I do not get the obsession of putting people into these boxes because at the same time that you are diversifying, you're saying that you are diversifying, but at the same time, you are putting people into these boxes where you, you are... Your ethnicity, you are your disability, you are your sexual orientation and all that. And personally, mm-hmm. I, I do not like seeing things in that way. Granted, I know that there's a lack of diversity and all that stuff. But uh, in this pursuit of diversity, you are crowding people into their own boxes, which is something that I'm not very much into. And yeah. also the idea that... that our sexual orientation, our culture, our our uh, heritage, whatever, that's what makes us the most diverse as opposed to other things that could make us diverse. Diversity of opinion, diversity of backgrounds. Two, sure. people could be, two people could be spot on. Every, this whole circle be the exact same and be so different. And so I think that it... it, it <laughs> Again, this idea of diversity, by doing it, you are cramming it into this one ball, one box. I agree. agree. So yeah, that, that was just something that popped up that I, I, I thought was interesting and at least worth a look uh, mm. there on that. Uh, but if we have no more thoughts on that, I say we move on. To the 505 games showcase whoa um, this happened this morning uh yep. the day that we are recording this i didn't even know it was supposed to be happening um <laughs> and then i woke up and was like oh that happened an hour ago okay yeah i think cal um, you the other day sent at least by by jeff grubb that said yeah that jeff grubb uh, was putting on and 505 i think was there but i, I thought that it would it, 
it never got confirmed, or if it got, I just missed it. it yeah, it's, I, and I, I also wasn't paying as close attention to the ones that are were happening like now. Um, I mm. was more being like, what are the ones around Summer Game Fest that uh, yeah. is happening like within that two weeks ish? Um, but yeah, so Five Hundred Five had their apparently very first game showcase um, this morning. Uh, and they showed off a small handful of games. There were four, four of them in total. One was more uh, so a, a, a trailer and three of them were uh, some small uh, deep dives into gameplay and some of the mechanics. Uh, the first game they showed off was called Among the Trolls, uh, which is kind of a survival, uh, like a, a, a first person survival action adventure game is what they described it um personally that game is not for me not my my style of uh stuff here uh, but they spent most of the showcase diving into that one and some of the neat stuff that you can do i, I think it's along the lines of uh what was that game valhalla what was that? no is yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of it that kind one. of looks like Valhalla, yeah. No, Valheim. Valheim. Valheim, yes. Yeah, that's yeah. It, so, it kind of looks like Valheim, yeah. Kind of reminded me of that, where, yeah, you're in this forest, you don't have much, you need to start uh, gathering supplies uh, to help you survive and start building out, like, a fire and then some shelter. Uh, and in this, like, forest that at first seems normal i think as you progress in the game it gets more and more fantastical as the name might imply um when you are uh among the trolls so that was the first one with that uh stray blade was the second game that they showed off uh, in which you play as an anthropologist from another land who is exploring the ancient ruins of a mysterious civilization. I'm pulling this information from GameInformer.com. Um, see, and in doing so, you accidentally break a 1,000-year-old spell that blocks a valley to an unknown civilization separate from the plane you currently call yours. There you encounter a small wolfman character who becomes your companion, and together you must uncover and explore uh, unique, uh, I think that's supposed to be areas, um, which uh, has seemingly become your new home since you can't leave until a bunch of magical shards embedded in your chest are removed. Um, this one looks interesting. Um, it, it had that like a real slick kind of cartoonish, uh, but yet still realistic uh, art style, kind of like a like a really, really, really good looking PS3 game is, is what I would dis, 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 describe it as. Um, but but yeah, there's all sorts of different I, things. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just burnt on it, but like it doesn't look like it. But for some reason, it just gives me like a bio mutant vibe. Yeah, I was I was gonna say that. I was gonna say that. It also reminds me of bio mutant. There's one creature there that reminds me of the absolutely that that like like bio mutant. You had your chance and you ruined. Bio mutant, you ruined a stray blade for me. I'm sorry. 
but it has there is plenty of crafting and magic based combat, uh, all sorts of stuff like that. So there you go. Uh, then after that, they gave us an update for the Ayudin Chronicles games. I believe one of them is already out, right? The yeah, no, it, it is Chronicles Rising. I have Rising it in my wish out. list waiting for a sale to think about buying it. But yeah, it's already been out for a while. They, they, they said May 10th and they were, they, 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 they were like, it's coming out May 10th. Get ready. I was like, oh, they must have recorded this a while back yeah. or maybe this got delayed by a bit. Who knows? Um. I but, mean, Chronicles uh, Rising does look kind of good. It's the one game that I'm like, yeah, that one looks pretty good. That one has an interesting art style that I kind of yeah. like. Yeah, HD 2D. It's the it's an H like it's their own version of HD 2D, but it's not the Octopath Traveler style exactly. It's not that like eight bit like oh, it looks like the old games, but like super c- cool. This has a much more detailed art style, but that it still looks sprite based ish so i don't know uh but yeah they also have uh, another iudin chronicles game that one i don't remember the name of they don't even have it written down here on this thing it's like 100 something 100 heroes or who knows what i remember uh, that one but that one is coming out soon i believe uh and then they ended their showcase with a trailer for miasma chronicles uh, which is a new game developed by the Bearded Ladies, who made Mutant Year Zero. Um, this one looked interesting. It, yeah. it was just kind of a cinematic trailer, so there was no gameplay. Uh, but this one was more my speed of, ooh, like I am interested in, in what this thing is, or who that robot is, or what kind of magic is he up to here. Um, so maybe. Maybe I'm getting too old and cynical, but like CGI, CG trailers, just they just do not like I see CG That's trailer. Fair. I'm like, cool. And yeah. then I forget the game immediately because I'm like, that did nothing. That does not even get me excited. That's fair. Because, yeah, I mean, it's not it's not like here's what the game actually yeah. is. Right. It's just like, doesn't this look neat? It's like, I'm I guess because like the Assassin's Creed community CG trailer looked amazing. And that game was <laughs> not. That game, that, that game was not as bad as people say, but it yeah. wasn't great. It Granted, wasn't, I do not remember much of that game, and I beat it. And that's yeah, probably for a, that's probably better. You forgot most of it, Akasi. Yeah. It's <laughs> definitely one of the worst Assassin's Creed games for yeah. sure. But it was yeah. also not as bad as people yeah. said it was. Um, but yeah, so that was the five hundred five game showcase. Congratulations to them for having nice. their first showcase i i believe they entitled it their spring showcase if i'm not mistaken so we might get some more of these down the road a yeah, summer showcase, showcase. Or, uh, who, who knows they might do a couple of them throughout the year um yeah you guys have any extra thoughts on their showcase did you guys get a chance to watch nope. this at all it was it, it, it was just like half an hour so yeah, yeah. Super I just short. skimmed through through all of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, congratulations to them. Nice. Um, last but not least, here we we have to play this <laughs> this tra- trailer because I'm still no, we... just kind of flabbergasted by uh 
this game here this week this we got this trailer like before it though this trailer feels like something you would wake up from a dream and you're trying to like you're <laughs> trying to remember to telling it back to a friend you're like wait hang on it kind yeah. of is so uh, we got a brand new trailer for multiverses um which is a free-to-play i <laughs> guess you could say smash clone uh, it's a yeah. fighting game but it's all the warner brothers properties so it has DC Comics, it has Looney Tunes, it has like Steven Universe and Adventure Time and all sorts of stuff here. It has Scooby-Doo, uh, but we finally got a brand new trailer for that. So I'll be playing this in the background while we talk about it. Um, what did you guys think? Are, are, are I, you guys interested in this game at all? I watched this trailer like right as I woke up. So a part of me thought I was like still kind of sleeping when I watched it. It's kind of silly, right? You have Batman like, there. You have Shaggy, uh, Bugs Bunny throws a pie right in Batman's face. Dude, except I, Shaggy catches it with his sandwich and then eats it. And and just like, what is happening? Yo, I'm not going to lie, though. Like B- Bugs Bunny, though, he going to be my main, though. I might <laughs> I might straight up play this game and I'll be main in Bugs Bunny. Yeah, because I, like I I'll. I'll be honest, like, I don't think the game looks bad. I I'm just curious. <laughs> we, haven't as seen, to ha- we haven't seen the game. I this, mean, sure. This is, we've but like, I, I think people expect Smash clones to not live up to actually being Smash clones. And then on top of that, when they first started to show off the characters, I know a lot of people were like, whoa, what is this art style? This looks awful. And I don't think it looks that bad like no it really like i feel like this trailer like sells you just because of like just the premise alone because like i feel like the gameplay could just be kind of meh but you'll play it just because of just how ridiculous it is yeah and it is free to play so that that uh will help spread the spread the game out i'll be able to play with my friends easily so yeah i it being free to play already does a lot of the heavy work for it. I still am a bit reserved as to whether or not I think it will, it will be good because Smash clones don't have the best track record. So, yep, and also exactly. there's been, this being free to play could play into that, could uh, affect it a, a bit. So we'll see. Uh... I'll wait for a, for a gameplay showcase for this game. For sure. And also, I got invited to the closed beta, so I'll try it out. There you go. Which brings us to our next point. That like, uh, Yeah, there is a open beta coming sometime in July. They haven't revealed that exactly. Uh, but then there is a closed beta uh, on July 19th, I believe. So, uh, Ignacio, you may have to tell us how the gameplay actually yep. is when it comes out. So there you go. Wild stuff. Shaggy. Like I like I just Saiyan. I don't know. I see Velma in the trailer and all I think to myself is what what is even her move set? Like what are her even moves? I feel like there'd be stuff where she like kneels down to pick up her glasses and the person uh, yeah. trips over them. And I don't even know, man. Like, she smacks I, them with a magnifying glass or throws a book at them. Because like I, I see Bugs Bunny and I see Tom and Jerry and I'm like, OK, yeah, I see Adventure Time. I'm like, OK, I got a pretty good idea of what your moves will be. But then I see like Iron Giant a little bit like I see Velma and I'm like, what do you even do? 
who knows who knows we'll have to wait and see uh but yeah there you go some beta uh some betas coming down the road for that yeah that is uh about all of the big news for this week so let's move on to our new and notable section okay i don't I don't know what this first thing is, so I'm just going to skip yeah, this. Yeah, me neither. I, I, yeah, I, don't I, I just put that, that there, there yeah, is, okay. there's almost nothing, except okay. maybe these next two things, if you want to okay. count those. Okay, so we're just going to, we're going to fly through these. Nino Kuni Crossworlds for PC, iOS, and the Android on May 25th. God, not more Nino Kuni games, come on. Oh, come on. Come Old Trivinos. No, come on. Sniper Elite 5 for the PlayStation systems, Xbox Series X and S, the one and the PC on May 26th. The the one that I kept seeing everywhere on Twitter, Fall Guys is going to go free to play on June 21st and introducing a level creator much like Mario Maker, crossplay, cross progression and a newly revamped monetization system, new levels and much, much more. Yeah, that's a good one. I will finally maybe play it since it's free to play. You have Dude, played it? It was free on PlayStation Plus. You should have yeah. just grabbed it. Why didn't you? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it is a good game. It's a, yeah. f- a fun one to play. It's a little, it's a little, it's like, I'm glad, I'm glad crossplay is like just here. Like, I'm so tired yes. of a lot of games not being crossplay. Yeah. I hope this makes it easier to like play with your friends like specifically like because like if i can make a level and be like i challenge alan busby and ignacio rojas to play this right now with me and whoever else uh gino if he ever comes back uh then then yeah like that like this is a good game to play with friends so we're playing fall guys right maybe maybe I think that'd be a lot of fun. It would yeah. be. All right. Ubisoft has announced their Chinese exclusive Rabbids game, newly titled Rabbids Party of Legends. And it's getting a worldwide release for Switch, Xbox One, and PS4, and <laughs> Stadia by the end of the month. Good on Ubisoft it's a, for supporting Stadia. It's a good Stadia. thing Stadia is still getting something. Yep. <laughs> Someone supporting it. Bless them. Dead by Daylight Resident Evil Project W was announced for later 2022. I've never like they I know this... Dead by Daylight keeps getting a lot of stuff, but like I like didn't it already have Resident Evil stuff in it? No idea. I I, I don't play at some point. But yeah, they announced this like half an hour before we went live ish, I think uh, with like a 20 second trailer. I don't know what's happening in that thing. Uh, If you like Dead by Daylight and you like Resident Evil, this might be for you. All right. I'm going to shoot through both of these back to back really quick. So just wait till I'm done with both. So Bethesda announced that both Starfield and Redfall are delayed into the first half of 2023. But everything is okay in the world because EA announced that Dead Space remake will come out on January 27th, 2023. Yep. Oh. You think that'll get d- delayed? The Dead Space? No. <laughs> no. No? I could. No. 
don't we, know. we all thought that Starfield I, what, was going to make I, a it. Part of me, a part of me is I, like, what I, if I EA didn't tell us? Get. What if EA was like, Dead Space is coming out at the end of 2022? And then they were like, shit, it's not going to make it. Hey, we're going to internally delay it and then we're going to announce it comes out in 2023. Yeah. I mean, stuff like that probably happens all Dead the Space time. already got delayed to 2023. But the bigger ones here are, yeah, Starfield and Redfall both delayed. Yeah. I, I hope we at least still see some kind of gameplay for Starfield uh, and Redfall, too, because I, I like Arcane a lot. But I, I feel like that's a plan for you. I feel like I'm getting it like numb. Getting I feel like year. I'm getting numb to Starfield. Like, I feel like I've heard about I feel like I feel like I've heard about Starfield for like a decade now and it's still not here. It, well, it, here, here's here's the thing. You've heard the the n- 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 name, yeah, but you don't know anything about yeah, the it just, game. It just like, feels there's, like there's it feels like because there. I keep hearing Starfield over and over again, it feels like I've heard about this game for far longer than it's actually been known, and it's just still not here. Yeah, who knows? Uh, but hopefully, but we see some more uh, concrete info on those that brings us Xbox, to the issues. end of new and notable. It has been old and noted. So bring us into, Kyle, the lightning round. First news story for the lightning round. It was a very heavy one for the week. Email from Jim Ryan asking employees to respect the difference of opinion when it comes to, ab- comes to abortion sparks backlash. It was the talk of the town for uh, Twitter this week. And then, related to that one, Insomniac Games is donating $50,000 with Sony matching it to the Women's Reproductive Rights Assistance Project. W-A-R-R-A-P. So yeah, very diverse topic. It's it's not even related to the topic itself. For some reason, when I see the acronym of RAP, my my not really dyslexic brain just hears in my head, WAP with R's. There you go. Like, okay. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, moving on. Capcom reports record profits as RE Village passes 6 million worldwide. Deserves it. Speaking of uh, worldwide units, Final Fantasy 15 has passed 10 million units worldwide. According to Ubisoft's earning report, Mario Press Rabbits to Avatar and Skull and Bones are all releasing fiscal year 23. Finishing before March 31st, 2023. I still okay. don't believe Skull and Bones yeah, I don't is either. an actual thing. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I was just going to say that. Like, I don't know if I believe in this one. Didn't gameplay get leaked recently? I, I, I mean, yeah, uh, Skull and, like, it's Skull fake. It's fake, Ignacio. Is like, <laughs> is to me as Starfield is to Alan. We've been hearing about this <laughs> game for like a decade, and it is. Yeah. I, I like. I'm not even excited about the game. I have no interest in playing it. But just no, no, no. We've been hearing about, about it for so long, and I'm just like, either shut up, Kyle, or put it out. God, because Kyle, it. remember, Assassin's Creed Black Flag came out in 2013, and people loved yeah. the ship combat. They were uh, gonna make a uh, game about it. So it's uh, been almost a decade since the yep, concept yep. of Skull and Bones was created. Yep. There you go. Uh, we'll see if this is a year of the skull and bones. Nintendo Switch has surpassed the PS4 as the fourth best-selling console of all time in the US, and if its place is if its pace is maintained, 
It will surpass the PS4 and Game Boy in global sales by the end of the financial year. Here for Nintendo, going yeah. from the disappointment that was a Wii U to now getting close to the to already making it to the top five best selling consoles. Yeah. And still climbing that ladder. Marvel's Midnight yeah. Suns, the unreleased and recently delayed ga- new game from Firaxis, has supposedly been age-rated in Korea, meaning we could see the game soon. Official World is still in the second half of 2022. Yo. I'm excited Yo. for that game. Yeah. I want that game. Real bad. Yeah. I want to see more of it. Yeah. I want to see what's up. We've seen a little bit, but uh, I want to see more of it. And then finally, PlayStation has heard the cries of people worldwide and has created mm-hmm. a gamer dictionary. Let's they go. They did it. We can, we can finally, finally communicate with one another. Yeah. We can com- communicate with our parents. Our parents can communicate with us. Uh, we won't be so ostracized. Um, I, I feel like in a few years, you're going to go to the store. You're going to see you're going to see Gamer Dictionary of like the yellow book. Gamer Dictionary for dummies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> According to PlayStation.com, noob is defined as often styled as N00B or NEWB or NEWBIE or NOOB <laughs> is a shorthand for newcomer and is often used as a derogatory term to mock inexperienced players, often in a multiplayer setting. Wait, where's the synonym? Where's, where's N-U-B of nub? They're, they're, well, they, next is noob tube. Originally refer, <laughs> referring to grenade launchers, a noob tube t- typically refers to powerful, easy-to-use weapons that are popular with inexperienced players, particularly in competitive multiplayer. Yo. I, I kind of a part of me almost wants to like wait for the book to have like an actual physical release and buy it just to have it as like like a like a time capsule item. Yeah, they, I mean, they, they have some like funny things in there like noob and noob tube. Um, <laughs> but then they, they define some helpful stuff. Uh, they define like what OHK means one hit kill. Uh, they define like PVP versus PVE. Uh, what permadeath means, what ray tracing means. So, like, they, they have some helpful stuff in here. It's not meant to be, like, a joke or like, haha, you know, funny. stuff like that. But, yeah, they, they have some, some, some just common gaming terms. So, nice. there you go. And there you have it. There you go. Here you have it, indeed. That is all the news fit to print in your ear holes. Uh, yeah, there you go. Ignacio, let's start with you. What are you excited for this week? What are you hoping to dive into? Are you are you playing? I'm I'm assuming it's just going to be more Sekiro. Yeah, Sekiro. I'm gonna keep going through. Sekiro. Essay, is it Sekiro or is it Sekiro? I don't know. Sekiro. I don't care. Sekiro. 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 Wolf. Okami. Gundam. <laughs> Gundam. <laughs> Guts. Anyways, uh, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> Anyways. you're just going to be j- jumping back into Sekiro or however you yeah. say that game. That's good. That's good. Uh, what about you, Alan? What are you jumping back into? 
yo, I made a tweet about it. The next, well, the the next set of Digimon comes out the next weekend, but pre-releases this weekend, and you can buy a couple boxes in the starter decks if you go to the event. So I'm gonna be making me some decks of cards, man. Nice. Alan, speaking of decks, after more than 15 years, if not more, I've purchased new cards. Wow. Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Of Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah, so I... Yo, they don't look I like they're trash anymore. I managed to convince a friend to play with me to get into Yu-Gi-Oh. We actually... I only showed him the game once. We, we played once, and he immediately just went and bought three decks. Man. And so hey, guys, I, when you I buy new purchased... Cards, please don't wrap a fucking rubber band about, around them and put them in a plastic bag. Oh, and I have them. <laughs> Ignacio, they got deck boxes nowadays. All right, you can put yeah, them in a secure I, I'm container. Trying to, I'm trying to find a deck box, but yeah, I, I've gotten into the the group and, now of. Uh, and put them thinking, in. Some, I, I went through my old deck. Sleeves, for God's sakes. Nah, man, who needs sleeves? I went through my old deck, and I and I built a 40, 40 card deck with a nice. strategy, which was if, a fun thing to do. If you play with your friend and you shuffle a deck without sleeves on it, I hope your friend confiscates your cards. Ah, come on, that's how we <laughs> did it back in the day. Confiscates we did it you. raw back in the day, no protection. Your friend goes, Ignacio, you can have these back <laughs> when you put some damn sleeves on these. No, man. I like it, bro. <laughs> Ooh, uh, baby, I like it raw. He's raw dogging the shuffle. There you no. go. There you go. Uh, you need to feel the cards. You lose the feeling of the cards, man. I, I don't, only feel to you. I don't want to listen to you anymore in this excuse. I'm excited about Cyberpunk. <laughs> that, that's nice. what I'm planning on playing this nerd. week. Uh, yeah, I, I love that game. I'm going to go back to it a lot. Um, I, feel like, I, I, I feel like this is one that I could put like 150 hours in. I probably won't, but I... I is it going to be your most like played it. game of the year? I don't know. Um, I'm not sure. Not, not sure. I... I, I don't know how difficult the platinum is. I'm interested in looking it up to see. Uh, I probably Damn. already screwed myself and will have to play it again uh, to make sure I don't miss some stuff and make sure I save at certain parts because I'm not doing that. But That's probably why you always pull up a guy that. to see how many missable trophies there are and yeah. to keep an eye on. Yeah, um, That's why you always leave like, it to the to after beating the game. I'm I'm not a trophy hunter, so yeah, I just kind of want to play it and experience it and just do my own thing, and then afterwards, then be like, all right, what do I want to do? Some people just want to enjoy a game. Yeah, I know it's a foreign concept to you, but some people just want to enjoy it. Cal- Calvin did tell me to stop playing Horizon if I hate it so much, but I'm already this far in. I can't. I can't. Mama didn't raise no quitter. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, Ignacio, where can the people find you on the internet? The people can find me on Twitter at Ignacio Rojas B. That's I-G-N-A-C-I-O-R-O-J-A-S-B. And Alan, where can they find you? You can find me tweeting about an $800 guts sword at Twitter at oh. Alan Busby. There you go. You guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. And if you want to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. So please go like, share, and subscribe. Tell a friend, tell a foe. Uh, all of that stuff. Help us spread the word. That would mean a lot. Uh, but yeah, this has been number 119 of Crossplay. And you have been defined.
PlayStation Dictionary. Bye. Bye.